and me, this is all while she's still like in inexorably leading you away. By the way, yeah. she doesn't stop all this now. I try and untangle myself from her. Say, so I've got my friend over there. I can't just abandon her. Oh well, she bring gets her very scared. too. And she says, "Hello, dearie," <laughs> and she waves at you. Greta's like, "I'm not Come like with that. me. Look, everyone, it's another hero. There's two of them yeah. now." And she would like nothing better than to tell you about her god who has been protecting us on this entire journey. Oh, gods! I'd love to hear about more gods who are protecting us. Do they fly and shoot stuff out of their arse too? Uh, she's She worships, I forget who it is. I think it's a giant bunny. I say it very, very loudly so that Greta can overhear. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, you know, she's like frantically gesticulating at you. Now, there's no, there's really very few people, as I said, in the market area. Certainly no shoppers, just a couple of open booths. So but this is like echoing across the market you. land, you know. I walk over with one of those. Yeah. <laughs> This is one of the reasons I don't have kids look <laughs> and follow them. And she looks down and she's like, Oh, a halfling and a dwarf! So wonderful to meet you, miss. I've always wanted to meet a hero dwarf, and now I've got one of them and a hero halfling. I just invited your friend here to come back to the house with me, and we can uh, chat about things. I've always wanted to hear rumors and things from the outside, especially from heroes. We will talk. Lead us to your house. Oh, I'm so excited. And she sort of bustles off with you. Now, meanwhile, um, Urash, you um, wander through a half-alive, half-dead state of um, halfway between waking and pain, um, taking I'm the worst I'm assuming it's going to be filled with great battles. Um, it's really more filled with tedium. If you've ever had the experience oh. of being laid up in a sickbed, and I have, um, for uh, a number of days, um, the experience after a while is mostly just, I'm frightened and bored. In your case, it's not so much frightened, it's more just bored. Um, uh, so I'm conscious point, now. You are in a half state between them. You kind of drift okay, into consciousness. Okay, so I'm, I'm aware, I'm aware of my surroundings, but I'm not, Correct. like, lucid. But there are stages where um, you remember something of the rage and the anger that you felt. There are certain stages where you remember aspects of um, chasing down um, the, uh, the frost giant. You remember something about explosions. Um, you remember some of the challenges that you faced. Um, the orc chief that you faced outside of Nightstone. Um, the battle uh, that you had against, of course, Drufi herself. Um, and these things sort of stick with you. Um, you even remember a uh, arm wrestling match that you had against, uh, you know, a certain paladin, a certain uh, paladin. sword, a long time ago. And uh, so you do all these things, um, and uh, you have these sort of visions. And finally, you're like, ugh, ugh, and you kind of half, you know, half blink, and then fully wake up. Um, and you find that you are um, lying uh, in a room on some kind of a bed. Uh, staring up at the ceiling, uh, you hear the sound of what sounds like maybe like a low hum of a of a harp or strings of some kind in the background, um, and there seems to be a heavy smell of flowers in the air, maybe incense, um, and uh, you seem to be in a room where there's a number of beds sort of lined up next to each other. You're um, you're one of the only occupied ones though, as you look up. There's no sign of Celsig or Greta. Okay, I'm I'm still like super woozy at this point. I'm guessing. <laughs> yes, I think that would be fair to say. But you're, I mean, like but you the, are conscious. The only, yeah, like the only thing I'd really 
initially, like instinctively, I'd want to try and move and find Celsic and Greta to make sure they're okay. So like, if you imagine like a half unconscious catatonic half orc barbarian who's still stitched and glued together, just sort of going, oh, Celsic, Greta. And um, that's basically it. So she, so um, as you say this, someone bustles over to your side, um, and as you uh, kind of look up, you see that it's a, uh, you see that someone um, who has uh, a white tunic on, uh, usually the the sign, the tunic of healing, um, and bending over you and says, "Shh, now, now you need to be, you need to be quiet now and rest. Your friends aren't here at the moment. They'll be back soon enough. In the meantime, you need to." give your body a chance to heal. You've had quite a few blows laid upon it over the last couple of days. What what <laughs> happened? Are my are my friends okay? They're both fine. They left, they said, they <sighs> had to find some information. Um and uh they have left you a present, I think. Uh, and you sort of wheel I... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, do, do I? Do they motion to something? The, she sort of, uh, you know, points to below your bed. So, uh, if you want, you okay, can sort of lean I'll, down below. I'll, I'll try and look as best I can whilst like holding everything myself hurts together. While I do this, let me just yeah, say, while you do yeah, this, everything I hurts. I can't like, imagine how much how much this would be painful. But I kind of, I'll glance down, and I'm assuming I then see the the frost giant's axe. That's correct. Um, you see it lying cool. there, and it looks pretty awesome. Uh, you have to say. Um, okay, I don't say anything, but. Internally, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, we won then. That's that's the only reason we'd have this. We we were successful. So I'm 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 there's no there's no kind of chaos noises around me. Nope. I'm aware that Celsic and Greta are okay. We obviously defeated the frost giant. I'm alright. I'm just gonna lay back and relax for a bit. Okay. I'm going to heal until I can move, uh, even if it's a bit uncomfortable because I've got something I need to do. But as soon as I am able to move, even if it's not painful but still uncomfortable, I need to get up and do stuff. So let me know how long passes before I can start doing that. Okay, we'll do. Yeah, no, eight hours of sleep and all your injuries are gone. Not exactly, uh, sorry. Not Not quite. Not quite. (laughs) Um, no. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Mechanically speaking, uh, what's my hit point situation like at the minute? Uh, your hit point total at the moment is about ten. Is about ten. Okay, cool. You That's have, significantly uh, not, not, not about. Let's be clear. Just uh, I won't be coy. You have ten hit points right now. Yeah, ten. Yeah. Um, and do I need to keep my death save successes logged? No, or you're is good. That, no, like, no, you're out, that, you're out okay, of danger okay, right cool. now. Thank you. Thank You've you, been thank moved you, into uh, out of critical care into uh, intensive care. You know, you're in the ICU. Yeah, I'm now in. Yeah, I'm now in. I'm now in <laughs> Faerunian ICU. Yeah, yeah exactly. Very nice. yeah, cool. I'm good. Right. Carry All on. Right. Um, okay. Meanwhile, uh, Greta and Selsig have been led to the home of this person. Now, the home of this person is actually um, she leads you into an alleyway, and um, the her home really consists of kind of what looks like a lean-to of a piece of wood um, that has been propped up with uh, a couple of long poles. Um, And then there's a... Basically, that's it. There's a lot of, like, what looks like maybe 
um, piles of cloth or uh, maybe cloaks or something like that, which are piled up in different portions underneath this fairly sizable, but still, that's what it is, is a lean-to. Uh, there are no sides to this lean-to or anything else. Um, and obviously no chairs or anything. They're just several piles of clothes. And as she, uh, as she walks in, uh, kind of, uh, bent over, cackling, um, she says, Right, dearies, here you go. Uh, right of there and there. And she points to the different, uh, piles of clothes. Presumably that's where you're expected to, uh, sit. And she says, um, All the comforts of home, eh? And she kind of cackles. Ha! <laughs> that's what I always like to say. So, tell me everything. And she turns around, her eyes shining. And she says, um, So, tell me what it's like to be heroes. Um, where did you come from? And what happened? Are you gonna keep the giants from attacking again? I assume you will, because that's what heroes do, but I don't know. I've never met any before. <laughs> um... I just have a big Where's smile and I stare at Greta. <laughs> um, we're not heroes. We're just we're just people trying to do the right thing. But and no, he it, said you uh, be, were be, heroes. We are. I did, yeah, he said that. And um, so <laughs> cold. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, did it just get a bit more chilly in here, or do I need to get more cloak? <laughs> and general and generally, it's very very exhausting and we're really really busy because we're trying to actually prevent more giant attacks and for that we need to find Artis Simber oh Artis Simber you say Anything? yeah he has a son and the son or maybe even Artis Simber himself should be around here at the market district um and he he thinks a little bit about it and she he? she thinks she sorry she big friend uh, she thinks a little bit about it. It's she's Archer like, Simber. She's like, <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, and she rips off her mask. No, um, she thinks about it a little bit, <laughs> and she says, um, uh, she says, artist Simber, eh? Uh, yes. I don't know about an artist Simber exactly, but I know one place that if they if they don't know, no one's gonna know. There aren't many inns really working right now in Bryn Shanter, nor many taverns. Most people are just keeping to themselves, back in their homes, see. But there's one exception to it. And um, she uh, points out of the alleyway. Out there, in the northernmost side, you'll find the Honest Thief. Now, the Honest Thief is one of the best taverns you'll find anywhere. And <laughs> it's the only place that's still got people who um, ne don't necessarily want to be found, if you know what I mean. If he's not there, yeah. there's people that'll be there that'll know where he is. This Arthur Comber of yours. Or Arthur Combination. Combo. Something Combo like Arter. that. Artie, Artie, Artie Moreno. Yeah. Whoever his name is. Artie Morty. Yeah, right. Yep, um, yep, yep. She says, that's where he ought to go. But wait, explain to me, though. So, if you're not heroes... Then how exactly did you save the town from the giants? We had a friend who nearly gave his life to save your town because he actually attacked the giants by with his axes. He ran after them and drove them off. Okay, he I shouted so loud that the giants ran in fear. 
Yeah, if you could carry on portraying that legend, that would be, that would be fantastic. <laughs> so let's see now. So far, Urash can fart fire I, and has shouted so loud that I giants run away. I can away. scare giants with my with my voice. That's, yeah, so just this, carry this on with great. this. This is gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna feel like I'm in a dream when I wake up. I'll just be the party's PR person. Right. <laughs> um, I give Celtic a look. You know, like a look. I just sort of shrugged, like what? And she says, um. Well, you made my life really, really difficult. Oh, my dear. Are you one of those two? I already know this type here. And she sort of smiles at uh, at Selsig and winks. She's like, he likes to make himself a little bigger than he is, eh? A little more impressive. I mean, nothing against it. We all do the same thing. But he highlights his advantages, you might say. You, on the other hand, she says her eyes narrowing a little bit. You want to talk your troubles down. You want to talk about the things you're good at down, too. You're more sort of under... Not wanting to get anyone's notice, let's say. So the two of you together, you make a perfect team. You want to undersell everything. He wants to oversell everything. And that just leaves the third of you. And the third one must be the true hero. Uh, who is he? <laughs> is he? Is he a giant? Is he a... Is he uh, uh, even smaller? Is he a gnome? Is he a pixie? What kind of person is he? A good one. Um, well, I'm sure he's a good person, dear. He's probably a hero, but, you know, what manner of good person? If he feels like it, we're going to introduce him to you. He's a champion arm wrestler. He's a champion arm wrestler. He must be a large fellow then, eh? Oh, is he yes. A, uh, is he... Oh, six foot five and two hundred twenty-five pounds of solid muscle. How big We've is got a few like what? that, you know. I see him sometimes what? in the fighting rings. Haha, <laughs> I like to see him when people don't notice. There's one the other day. His name was Barner, and Barner was one of the largest men I've ever seen. He had a we left hook go. that could. Well, anyway, you don't want to hear about me going on about Barner. We need to. We need to. No, go no. To the where, where's this no, fighting no, arena? No, can we just? <laughs> <laughs> well, you say, and she We've starts going off and having a conversation with Selsig. Uh, uh, go ahead, Greta. Thank you very much for your help, and I like take Selsig by by his cape and try to drag him out. <laughs> so we really need to like... leave now. <laughs> Watch the fighting ring. I'll be sure to bring him over. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's so sad that you have to go, but I understand. Uh, you don't have, don't thank you so have much for time. your help. May photos light your way. We need to be off. All right, all right, dearie. I'll see you around again. If you ever need any information or you want to tell more stories, just look for Beldora. That's me. Um, I flicker a gold as we're leaving. Thank you very much for your hospitality. And she grabs it. Oh, a full gold. Well, you really are a hero, sir. Thank you. Thank you. It should feed me for a week. And she sort of, you know, like, looks like she's going to go run and hug you. And she uh, nods right. furiously at you. All right, dearies. Be well. Have fun looking for Arthur Treacher. And she kind of waves her <laughs> hand at you. Very well. See you around town. Okay. <laughs> so you guys uh, make your way out of the uh, out of the lean-to. So. And I, I just turned to Greta like, someone like me, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Why would she exactly want to know how our currently incapacitated friend looks like? Let's let's get moving. Okay, so where are you guys headed? 
Well, to the honest thief. To the honest thief. Yes. To the honest thief. All right. So you guys are going to head to the. Sounds like my soda place. You guys are going to head to the Honest Thief, a tavern which has never ever been named in anyone else's story. For example, a certain novel that perhaps someone wrote <laughs> once, maybe. Um, it's the, uh, nah. Are you dropping your creative works into the story again? Who me? Uh, I never who read that. Me I've never, with I never... my reputation. <laughs> okay. I never read that novel. Uh, well, listen, I, you know, it's it's a I know, and that wounds me every day. <laughs> no one, no one's I, perfect. I do what I can to avoid the wound. All right, <laughs> let's hope you don't need to make a death save anytime yeah, soon. I was just say, you fail all of them immediately. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. I even I even tend to my order slip. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you guys make your way um, through the streets, and um, if uh, if her name was indeed Baldora, she wasn't lying. Uh, there are a couple of taverns that you pass along the way, but they are all shuttered and closed. But there's one um, that has the picture of what looks like it's very faded, but it looks like it might have the picture of the face of like a jester or a harlequin or something um, with a big smile on his face and a big thumbs up, you know, like on the sign. Um, and uh, that's in one hand. And then the other hand, he's holding uh, a bag of something, maybe a bag of coins. Um, I sketch a little salute at the sign, just like... Right, and it sort of rocks, the sign rocks back and forth um, outside uh, of the door, and you can hear the sound of um, talking and, you know, things happening within. What's what's my situation like at the moment? Uh, I'm not getting back to you quite yet, so hang in there. I will will come back to you in a second. That's cool. I I look at the sign. I don't know if the sign really means anything, but just in case, would you be so kind, tells it again? Lead the way through this um, situation. Maybe you'll feel more at home here than I do. Possibly. Uh, possibly. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. I... Okay. Sorry about that. I'm yeah. arranging uh, dinner plans with my wife. Uh, okay. I'd like a pizza. You would like a pizza. I am actually mm. going to get um... extra pineapple. I had pineapple on pizza earlier. Pineapple with barbecue yes. sauce. Mmm. Uh, and bacon, I presume. Oh. No, no, no. No, I'm a vegetarian. Do you know what goes really nice on pizza? I only found this out last year. Black pudding. Black pudding. Mm. Is, is I can imagine. Yeah. Actual pudding. Uh, it's um, it's congealed blood it's... essentially. Oh yeah, we yeah, also basically. have that. It's very tasty. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I had that once when I went to Ireland, and they were giving me blood sausage, and I'm like, oh, and then I was like, this is actual blood. I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like it's, it's actually made, but it's not a name. Time, yeah, for the longest time, I wouldn't touch it because of that, but it's actually really tasty. Yeah, but yeah, so okay, good. Sorry, just had to send that to her. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, okay, so um, you guys are uh, going to make your way in. Um, I'll, I'll just um, pull Greta over and say, now, it, m- it might just be a fanciful name, but in well, case, get... keep a very close eye on your, your possessions. Okay. Oh. Why do I Can need... I, I do right, that. Gonna... <laughs> uh, yeah, watch out for anybody getting too pally with you, patting you on the back. And as I'm saying that, I want to try and pickpocket something just to present it to her and go, like so. Don't, can I actually roll to see, no, I roll to see if I can just pickpocket some some minor item offer? I don't want to have to set you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a demonstration. Yeah, it would be a very short one. <laughs> I would also demonstrate many, many things on you. 
There we go. That's what I was looking for. Lovely. I found what I needed. Okay. So, uh, you guys enter. And let's get a little... Uh, let's get ourselves some... Why would you have to set me on fire? I'm giving it you back. <laughs> All right, there we go. Let's um, let's change up the music here as well. <laughs> Holy symbol! I'm not that suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> that would be literally declaring a holy war. I think. <laughs> Looking for this. <laughs> Where's she gone now? <laughs> okay. Oh, ow, 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 ow. ow. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh... Uh... In some parallel universe, that exactly that has just happened in this game. Yeah. Oral <laughs> yeah. loves his uh, his new tribe of uh, companions. He he treats uh, Celsig with equal parts mystery and suspicion and treats Greta with equal parts adoration and fear. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um... <laughs> Let's go with... Yeah, Sharon's right. I'll save that until after I get my evasion skill at level 6. <laughs> so it's a level 8, I think. Oh, evasion's well cool. Um, what was it? Oh, 7th level, but yeah. Any area of effect, including things like Dragon Breath, um, any area of effect, effect spells, will only ever do a maximum of half damage. They'll either do no damage or half damage. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, good. There we go. Okay, I, okay that will make set, setting your fire a bit more difficult, but I'm going to work on it. <laughs> Not impossible, Gret, though. Gret is like, challenge accepted! <laughs> well, in theory, you All could right. do like a high-risk maneuver of actually putting a spell down on my head and hoping I miss and hoping it misses me. Okay. I could put it so... on one of your gems with a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes to spend this gem. <laughs> We're and then you just walk away, just them. pleased, just pleased with yourself. <laughs> okay. It's like this. This is the prank that you'll just keep on giving. In about three weeks' time, he's going to take the gem out and just explode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys walk into this inn, and um, the uh, tavern is, uh, as you can sort of tell from the music and everything else, is definitely hopping. Um, people are, and it's a little bit odd because the sound is the the sort of. A, the tone of the place is much different from what you see outside of it. If you had just walked into this directly, you would have expected, you're like, oh yeah, it's just a standard, you know, happening in tavern with everyone being really happy. Mm -hmm. But because of the contrast with the sort of bleakness of the outside, it strikes you as even more um, unusual and odd. Um, and, uh, but you see uh, lots and lots of people uh, gathered at various places, um, you know, clustered around tables, and you see um, a uh, very large uh, person, rather a bit more mm -hmm. big bones, let's put it that way, uh, who is uh, behind uh, the bar and is polishing up a, a metal mug uh, and gives you a big grin um, and uh, waves at you to come over as you enter. Um, could I maybe have a look around, maybe use my perception and see if the, does this just seem to be an inn or does it seem more den of thievesy? Um, go ahead and make a. I guess make an insight check for me. Insight, damn. <laughs> okay. Can I yeah. also can I can I also try to guess? Just sure. You know. Sure. Fifteen. Okay. Let's see what uh, Greta gets. One moment. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. I click on. Call. That feeling when the DM always goes to now. Let's make it this roll. It's like that's one of my worst modifiers. <laughs> I just looked for it specifically. What's the worst roll? Yeah. 
<laughs> Googled what do thieves hate in D&D. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Greta, you're, I mean, you're just like, this looks like a tavern with a lot of people drinking and, you know, there's some dancing in the corner and stuff like nothing that. Nothing suspicious here. Yeah, nothing nothing to see here. Um, Selsig, uh, you don't get the sense that there's anything, how do I put this, sort of below the surface that seems uh, sketchy, but you definitely feel like there's a lot of different types here, um, different parts of society, let's put it that way, um, that could be found in a place like this. Um, this is as much sort of as much noise as there's been, other than the fighting part of it, obviously, since you've entered Bryn Shander. Um, and so, if there is kind of a beating heart of this city, you think you might have walked right into it. Okay. I'll go up to the bar, and I'm going to order a pint of ale, barkeep! Aye! It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to welcome in some people who are here. I, I hope you weren't caught in all that outside, were you? <laughs> oh, we definitely were. Oh, really? Uh, that, so you, oh, sur- yes. you survived it? Just about. One of our friends is still resting up. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Is he going to make it, you think? He was stable when we left him. Um, there's not much else for it at the moment. So we thought we uh, we were recommended this place. Um, thought we'd come and have a drink, just relax for a little while. Ah, good man. How's good business? Man. Oh, business is never better. Or all the stuff that goes on out there. In here, we try to provide people the same thing. A good mug of ale, a good leg of turkey, and some good conversation to go along with it. Not much else you can ask for in life, eh? Hey! And everyone's like, I'll drink to that. Like nearby, he sort of raises a mug, everyone drinks. Um, And uh, so he says, um, Right, so what'll it be? We've got a few for you. There's hog spit. And he uh, points to one of the barrels behind the uh, bar. And then, of course, we got goblin piss. And um, he sort of, he kind of looks at that and kind of points in that general direction. And we've got, and he stops for a minute. And literally, this is true. This music that you've been hearing has been going. And he said, And we've got. Hold on, i got to make sure I got it right. The tears of an angel. And suddenly the music stops. And everyone stops. And they all sort of look over. And they all sort of... They all kind of nod. Like they're just sort of like, ah, tears of an angel. And then as if nothing has happened, they go back to... The music starts to play and they go back to what they're doing. He's like, so, any of those three are possible, my friend. Choose wisely. <laughs> Uh, I'll have a tears of an angel. Uh, my friend will have the goblin piss. He's, <laughs> he says, um, <laughs> "All right, now, Greta, are you along with him when this is happening, or like?" Yeah, I- I'm like <laughs> five feet behind him or something. <laughs> I'm Just... determined to make Greta regret every single time she lets me do the talking. <laughs> and I'll graciously accept the goblin piss. <laughs> Okay. Because I'm tougher than the little <laughs> wussy halfling. Okay. So he he pours, first of all, the uh, goblin piss down, and it's um, he puts it into this wooden mug, first of all, and he puts down and he says, uh, Now, make sure you drink it kind of quickly uh, before it has a chance to burn your throat. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey! Uh, he's like, it's got a uh, kick. My friend likes burning. It's got a kick like a hobgoblin, but it's worth it, eh? Um... And then for you, he says, and as for you, it's time for the tears of an angel. And again, everything stops. <laughs> and he pours just a little bit of, um, he takes it and gently from a uh, silver vase, pours just a, like a small little amount 
into this like little shot glass and then he puts a little uh, a paper umbrella you know on the top of it um and then he um puts there's like little glitter you think on the outside of the glass maybe and then he lifts it up and with two hands like pushes it across he says there you go sir enjoy it and everyone sort of like waits watching you <laughs> so I, I well toast to the pub and I knock it back. Okay, now what are what is the goblin uh, piss drinker uh, doing in this? <laughs> I, I'm waiting for test your constitution at this point. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what Greta does. I down it in one slurp. Okay, so when you down yours, Greta, um, it sort of is like water. You know, maybe there was alcohol in there at some point, um, but it's not really clear how much of it was there. This tears of an angel thing, though, when you drink it, Celsic, I do need you to make a constitution check. This thing has got a kick like a mule. You're just like, whoa! Yeah. Like the, the afterburn is like no one's joke. <laughs> so you like stagger and like, you know, and so the bar erupts in laughter. Like he's like, ah, <laughs> ah it's what I'm talking about. He claps you in the back. You're like, <laughs> you know, um, and he's just like, ah, that tears of an angel. No one ever knew that they also were crying tears of a clown. Am I right? Am I? And he kind of, you know, <laughs> claps you on the back and laughs and everyone sort of chuckles with him. He says, I like your friend and you can hold your wine, although you can hold your beer, although uh, there's not a whole lot to hold when it comes to goblin piss. But anyway, it's a pleasure <laughs> to have you on board. That'll be um, one copper for the uh, goblin piss and that'll be uh, three gold for the uh, mug of the, for the thing of uh, angel's tears. Now, okay. three gold for tears of an angel is an out outrageous price um, for this <laughs> drink. But you are still sort of like trying to get air back into your lungs. Like, <laughs> you're just like, oh, pay anything, just don't give me another one. Yeah, you're just trying to like, woo, you know, gathering. Tempted to have another pay- just to prove it. <laughs> I pay my copper. Okay, so you pay your copper, um, and he's like, let me know, there's more where that came from, lass. He's like, uh, now what brings you to our fair town other than to get attacked by giants and to, to you know, have a contest of alcohol. Um, that is a very, very long story, but right now we are looking for um, somebody called Artus Simber. He or his son is supposed to live um, near or in the market district. Have you heard of them? Artus Simber, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm. And he sort of, uh, kind of narrows his eyes. He's like, I don't think I've heard of an artist simber, but I have heard of a Syrac simber. Maybe that's the one you're looking for. Young chap. Syrac. Brown hair. Kind of a, mm-hmm. well, he's got a lot of freckles and, well, he's all right. I haven't given him anything to drink, of course. I have standards, you know. And he points up uh, this thing that says, if you were born before this date in 1155 A.D., we will not serve you. Or 1155, uh, you know, year of the dragon, we will not serve you any beer. And he says, uh, very important not to serve any underage. Um, but he's been in here a few times. Uh, oh, last time was a couple of days ago. He was looking for someone, I think, to help his dad. He was asking me questions. Not that I really had much time for it. I'm too busy handling all of these people. What kind of help was he looking for? Oh, I don't know. He was saying something about his dad being in trouble. Um, but I don't know the details. I didn't have time for it. I told him to go talk to the speaker. She's the one whose job it is to figure it all out. Uh, did he... 
Did he seem willing to go to the speaker? Well, he... I don't know. He was looking for anyone who could help, I think. I Maybe he could have gone and found Markham instead. He's the one who's responsible for handling some of these things. Maybe he could have done with some legal help instead of what you'll get here. At The Honest Thief, we're more of a place where laws are guidelines, you might say. You, you just see, like, like Rita, like, twitching slightly, <laughs> holding on. Morality is kind of a thing that it's sort of in the ballpark, you know? As long as you get somewhat close when you cut the orc's head off, long as you're in the ballpark, it doesn't matter as long as he's dead, right? That's how we approach morality here at The Honest Thief. For the most part, we don't steal. Eh, there's a few coins that happen to sneak into one of our pouches. Well, no one's to harm. No one's to say, eh? I can tell you agree with me, miss. And he points down at you, Greta. And he's like, how about some more goblin piss? Um, um, uh, like, why do people tell me these things? And, um, <laughs> I'd like, can I have yeah. a quick check to make sure no one's trying to rob us at this very moment? <laughs> um, you could, if you want, yeah, you want to try to see if this, so you could try to make a perception check if you want to see if anything's okay. happening. Sure. Um, 16. Before we get into philosophical discussions, as important they may be, can we, do you have a, idea where we can find this Sirach Simber? Well, um, first of all, the 16, when you look around um, Celsic, you don't notice anyone paying any particular attention to you. Um, there's an occasional sort of, like, looking at you because you're just a person that's around, but there's no, like, focus that you can tell necessarily. Mm -hmm. This is also a very crowded room, um, so if someone, I mean, it would not be easy to make it out of here fast, but at the same time, it would be hard to get an organized force in here to try to take you down. There's just too many people in here right now. This is way above fire code, let's put it this way, right? Um, <laughs> uh, um, when, uh, so when you ask, um, he says, Well, I don't rightly know, but I know that he's been seen around these parts quite a bit. And he says, My guess would be, if you were to send someone out, right? If you two were just to go out right now and go up and look around the inn, probably in the alleys nearby. Well, assuming he's still looking for someone to help him, you'd find him. He kind of stood out like a sore thumb, you know? Most of us here, well, you can kind of know what you're getting with us. And you kind of look around and see the clientele in this place. You think you get an idea of what he means. They're not, uh, this is not the elites of society, let's say. He <laughs> says, but this lad seemed, I don't know, nervous all the time and kind of different. Like he'd been raised for, for different things, you know what I mean? So, I think you could probably find him just by wandering around a little bit. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. And uh, it says, remember, you'll always have a place here at the Honest Thief. I appreciate that. And he says, uh, in a way, if you ever need help, just come talk to me. My name is, well, they call me the minister. <laughs> and he kind of he kind of laughs a little bit. And um, you hear sort of someone calling for the minister. And he says, right, I'll be on his way. Uh, and he, uh, so the minister kind of, you know, sort of bustles about behind the bar and he says, um, well, good luck to y'all. And, uh, and he looks back and he says, and may Helm be with you always. And then he wanders <laughs> off. <laughs> Must so, be with you, friend. <laughs> okay. I, I, I walk towards the door. 
<laughs> I, I go and leave as well. He was nice. Did you, just Did you tell like us him? That... Did he just tell us that they mocked the little Sirak Simber and left him in one of the side alleys? They said he was wandering around looking for help. And we would find him in one of the side alleys? Probably find him in one of the side alleys. Yeah, probably. Let's let's go and have a look. 